Oh yes. We got Watch some of that. Uh, we got some of that West Hollywood gym music. <laughs> Guys, our guest today is also the uh, curator of all of our sexy time music right Woo! now. This is whenever I'm unbuttoning like my shirt very slowly. Yeah. You know? This is West Hollywood Halloween music. So today we have a very. Very special guest. We have Larissa Lamb, and this yeah. is this her is song. This is her. This is my song. I feel alive. This is good. You know, it makes nice. me feel alive. I got some stuff that's a little bit more jazzy R and B, but you know, I figured we'd wake everybody up. With, yeah, with hell yeah, good. absolutely. This is awesome. This I makes me want to like roll down all my windows. <laughs> we're we're bringing the, the club down. to your podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, right now. DJ. Yeah. Okay, let's fade. I don't know if you can fade. Yeah, okay. I can't it's all good. That was too great. much because my neck yeah. is stiff. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember hearing that song, bro. One time, uh, Ricky Martin came out to speak at UCLA. And that was I his, love that was that his, was intro. his intro music. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, he, like, tell just us. lowered himself down from yeah, the he, uh, It wasn't She Bangs. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It was your song. <laughs> there was uh, It's too arrogant to come out to your own music. There was you know? purple yeah. lighting. So I should stop yeah. using my my music as my own entrance music. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because we're on the podcast. You actually introduced us, and then we in turn introduce oh, you. So we're gonna introduce so you to Ricky Martin it's like now. The Got it. Mirror, mirror. So yeah, Ricky Martin. Cool. Ricky Martin's gonna come out of the ceiling in like five minutes. Yeah. Right. You know how many girls? Living la vida loca. You know how many hearts he broke whenever he told everybody that he was gay. Like how many fourteen-year-old <laughs> hearts, like on the Wait. Disney Channel, that were just like, oh, so that means I'm never ever gonna. Okay, so gonna... we totally didn't plan this, but I have to tell you a funny Ricky Martin story. Murky Martin. Ricky Martin. Murky so Martin is his like my, Louisiana cousin. My parents were just in town again, and they've been guests on this podcast. And uh, my mom and I walked to Ralph's. It's like a block mm-hmm. away to get some stuff to make like a last dinner before they left. And on our walk back, we're carrying all these groceries, and there's like this huge car accident, like five cars involved. And all these people are like, you know, outside and they're like yelling at each other and chit chatting and like getting each other's information. And like slowly a, a crowd is is drawing and this is in Beverly Hills and people are like pulling up their phones and Snapchatting. And there's this guy and he's kind of trying to hide. And we walk past and I like first I was like looked at him and I was like, oh, I totally recognize this dude. Where do I know him from? And then my mom looks at him and she goes, hey, it's Ricky Martin, like right in his face and starts <laughs> doing this little dance. This little shimmy goes, she's living David, I love and just keeps walking. Was it really Ricky Martin? It was really Ricky okay. Martin. Because like I didn't want it to be one of those moments where she thought like it was just some Latino dude that looked <laughs> no. like Ricky right, Martin. Right. He's like five and foot tall. He looks know, nothing no, like no, Ricky No, no, no. It really was Ricky Martin. <laughs> and my mom totally embarrassed me by That'd dancing. That'd be funny if it was just a Latino guy. Yeah. Because I know some people that yeah. I have friends of mine that, you know, maybe look like a celebrity and they just go with it. They're like, yeah, I'm like Ricky Martin. But, you know, they're not uh-huh. really. You know, they, we, they're like a doppelganger. Yeah. Right. You know, I actually felt really bad for him, though, because I, I don't know if it was his fault in the accident. Like, I didn't see it, but he was obviously involved and like. And you called TMZ. And right away you could see like people had yeah. already called TMZ and like they were ready for it. And they were like documenting it on their cell phones. And I was like, oh, poor guy. And he's trying to hide like in the shadows, you know. He didn't want that to be seen. I don't know. You, you really think about it like. It, it, I used to be one of those people that's like, oh man, privacy and everything like that. But the I, I've been on the alternative of being broke, <laughs> and I would ru- much rather like have no privacy and have and, your life plastered on TMZ than have my life plastered than on be TMZ, an anonymous nobody. Then uh, well, no, 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 no. Like barely being able to buy cucumbers at food for yeah, life. Right. You know what I mean? I agree. Like between the chasm between the two, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. That's got to be annoying. You go outside and you're like, ugh. Because everything be- normalizes, you know what I mean? No matter what level you're at, it becomes your new normal. But, like, I think that would be much better than being broke, you know? Rich somebody, and... poor nobody. Or what yeah. if you're, like, famous, but then you go bankrupt, and then everybody knows about it? Is that worse? I don't really just care about money, to be honest with you. Like, I really have, like, no shame in, like finances or anything like that. Like, I wouldn't really be embarrassed by that. I would just more so be, like, Man, I can't. It depends do, on if I you got the things kids. I want to do. I if you got do. kids, you might be embarrassed because now you can't right. give them the lifestyle that you once were. Mm, that's why you yeah, have to be. That's true. You have to be money conscious out here. That's right. That's very yeah. important. Manage that's why you gotta be smart. With David, money, with the parental perspective. Yeah. You already know. I got. Yeah. I think I'm the only one at this table with a kid. I do. He I have is. a kid. Oh, two oh, yeah. of us. Oh, oh wait. Did I just sweet. say that on air? Am I, are people supposed to know I have a kid? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I do. I do a lot. How of old's your kid? My daughter is four years old. Oh. Yeah. Four years old. Yeah. Sometimes people like I work on a show. I, I do. A, I actually host a radio show called You Talk Radio, and our audience is like 14 mm-hmm. to 24, young adults, and we give advice to them. So we try to like keep that on the download side. Otherwise, I'm not relatable if I've got a kid. But then there's a lot of people that are in their 
20s, early 20s that have a kid or even yeah. There's a lot of kids in their teens. In their teens that have a kid. So it's all the, I mean, what, you know, what Kylie Jenner just had a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. she's like 20. I could have right? had my first kid at 15. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's frustrating. I think we all could have had that, but we made a choice not 13, to. 13, maybe. Well, see, here's the thing. when If you were in the Midwest right now and you're like 23, and you, have, and you have a four-year-old kid. It's that's like normal. That's, that's normal. normal. That's normal. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like whenever you're in L.A., you can be like 32 and it's like, you sure you want to get yeah. married? <laughs> and it's like, dude. Kids are going to ruin your career. That's how it's I feel. Ruin your life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it, it stunts your growth. Uh, Los Angeles is like Peter Pan with cocaine. Yeah, like well. it's, it's, yeah. it's. These people, people will not don't grow, grow up. up. Yeah. I hear I know. you. No, I, mean, I love that's LA. That's why you move here, though. Yeah, you I, have so much vitamin D. You make vision boards instead of sending out resumes. I have a vision board. <laughs> it's like a bunch of Uber drivers doing witchcraft. Hey, <laughs> yo, that vision board works, though, because... It does. Speaking of I have children, I had on my vision board that I always wanted a Pomeranian, and I finally got one. Why do you think, though? It's I because you already Thank wanted you. one, though. Like That's why you put it on your vision board to begin with. Your yeah. vision board reminds you of your goals. And then I, I made don't it think happen. it's... Right, right. You made it happen. Why I don't think we... it's sucking energy into your room. I would like a strawberry smoothie after this, so I think I want to try to put that on my vision, vision board, board to make that happen. I yes. why, think why, happen. why can't we use vision boards for negativity? Like what? Like you, you wish ill on like people? No, like or? if you put on your vision board, I want to get an STD this year. <laughs> you could. I mean, if you're well, a if you, you mean yeah. that's like a backwards sure. thing? Like you don't want no, it? No, like that's what I want to put in the atmosphere. I want an STD this year so what? I can get it over. What? <laughs> You no realize sense. that doesn't, it, it, if you get it works. once, doesn't mean, it's not like chicken pox. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, you know, some people want to go skydiving. I might it's want like an STD. Your, it's right. on your bucket list? <laughs> yeah. STD is on your bucket list. Maybe. You know what? It makes you, it gives you a, a more balanced perspective, I think. You so. want to experience this so when someone else goes through that, you can empathize with them. That's Listen, right. can, like, you, can't, you can't enjoy sunshine until you had rain. So I can't enjoy being STD free until I've had an STD. Yeah, right, but, that but then once you, you can't get ever it, enjoy <laughs> being STD free ever again. You know what I mean? You get well, rid of it, right? Well, sure. it depends, I mean, depends on, on which one you get. Which one you get? You know what I mean? Don't try your luck, man. AIDS, yeah. man. I don't think that's one you want to yeah. mess with. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get the Hercules sure. STD. I mean, you no, know, I'm just playing. the thing is, is, <laughs> is everybody's had herpes at some extent just from like water fountains and stuff like that. No, seriously. Like, well, yeah, if you like get canker cold sores, sores, cold that's, sores, that's a that's it's a form, a form of herpes. herpes. I, I don't know since like fifth grade. I don't I get cold sores. You know, yeah. I, do. I never had. I don't got I don't I don't have. I had one in the back of my gums like recently. It was nasty. Mm. Oh, yeah. They, they hurt. They actually ruin they your life. Wait, you don't I realize how blessed you are until you had a cold sore. They can be on your lip, inside of your mouth, your gums. You can so a canker sore is like a cold sore? A canker sore. That's oh, what I say okay. to girls when I'm making out. I'm like, cut it out, baby. You're kissing on my canker sores. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so, so sad. So, so hot. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you get all the ladies. That's your pickup line. That's got the worst. I don't I don't get that. I don't I don't got that blood type to get no ST. Yeah, what's your herpes? What's your blood type? The good kind. The good kind. I don't even know what my blood type is. I actually don't know what mine is either, which is probably not good. Because if we if I was dying and I was and people asked me what is your blood type, I would not know. It's good to know. I think I'm Z positive. Yeah. Zombie. I don't know. There's. I'll just ask my mom. I don't even think my parents know. So that's all I know good. is I'm the universal donor, but I can only receive from whoever has the same as me. Huh. Uh, is that yeah, it's one of the O's. O's. I was. Yeah. What say. happens if you don't know your blood type and they're like, "What's your blood type? Can they figure they it out? They got to be able to figure it out right they now. Yeah. yeah, they got technology. They got apps for that. This is they 2018, know. bro. They yeah. can probably look at your eyes and tell your blood yeah. type. Yeah, I mean, bro. I don't know. I'm, a, you know, I'm Asian. People who can't see the podcast. I, I'm, I'm Asian, so I, I think there's certain like blood types that go more likely percentage-wise with Asians. You know? Really? Oh, so. huh. That's interesting. I, got I don't know. I'm just making stuff up, but that's what I think. I got a rated R question hey. for you. What's that? What for me or for everyone? For your Asian. Uh oh, is this what? gonna? Is, are we gonna have to censor this one? It's, it's about Asian guys. Is the stereotype Uh-oh. true or no? My husband's awesome. Oh yeah, he's so six can... foot one. He's awesome. I feel like yeah. that's not true, David. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's Dude, what I'll say. You know what? Here's My a, man is awesome. Here's, <laughs> a, here's the thing. 
There's like these there's these rumors that get started in fifth grade that stay with you till like adult like years. Mountain like, Dew. Like Mountain Dew. Exactly. Okay. So I will tell Mountain Dew. I will tell Mountain both Dew of you. Mountain Dew makes your Peter small. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, like in fifth grade. I for Mountain this Dew. is before this is before the internet. But this was like just across schoolrooms, all across like America. Like little kids would be like sipping Mountain Dew and they'd like, you know, whatever you drink Mountain Dew, yellow five makes your penis small. And then it'd be yeah, like, you're in fifth say. grade, you've got a tiny penis. You know what I mean? Like, nah, not... bro, I was No, around. you didn't, dude. Had... Everybody in fifth grade had a little wiener. My penis it. hasn't grown since sixth grade, bro. <laughs> okay. I've had, sure. a grown, I've had a grown man Before since elementary. Went... Hey, come on, dude. Be, vul- be, vul- that, be vulnerable. I don't need dude. to know. Be hey, come on. Yeah, dude. Like, like, the thing about it is, it's like when you're in fifth grade, I remember I was in fifth grade and this kid, he's one of my best friends. I don't know like if he's listening to this, but his, actually we were in sixth grade. His name was John McCown. He goes, yeah. He goes, my penis goes all the way down to my knee. <laughs> and then I remember like we were like, he was, I was like, really? And I was like, what about when you wear shorts? And he's like, I got to wear a special kind of underwear. <laughs> Bro, I honestly he was don't. telling a bunch of kids, and yeah. I remember being like, oh, "Yeah, me too." And then being like, "Dude, I got like the world's like smallest penis." You because know, this guy's re- goes down to his knee. I don't remember my penis in elementary school, to be honest. I mean, dude, they're such boys lying, right now. You know, everybody's lying. These, you these girl, like, girl, girls, girls do not go around comparing vaginas. <laughs> no. I'll just when say I was that. in the fourth grade, I remember when I caught a girl stuffing her bra. So girls are conscious <laughs> no, of no, some. No. When I was That's in the true. fifth grade, That's I was true. still running around the the schoolyard playing in the wood chips and pretending I was a squirrel. <laughs> you and squirrels, well, I hear you bra. had something about squirrels. You were pretending like you were but a also she a stuffed bra. She also grew up in Canada, so you guys are <laughs> not true. faced. You guys are not faced. We're faced with a lot of sexuality in America. Okay. Right. That's true. We had MTV at an early yeah. age. I mean, we know. have much music, which is like When the thong like song dropped. I lost my mind. I remember. I was in elementary school when the thong song dropped, and all I wanted to do was go to the beach and fill on girls' booties in bikinis. Dude, okay. I remember my mom heard about thong. My, my, no lie, my mom's this little Southern belle, and she goes, have you heard of that song? She goes, it's called the thong song. She goes, that song is so cute. I'm oh not my even gosh. lying. My mom, my mom says things are cute that shouldn't be. She yeah. said Wedding Crashers was cute. Did she think it was about <laughs> flip flops? I don't know. Because some parents call flip flops songs. No, they she do. Does. That's a thing. I thought that she goes, it's so cute. That's when it's mainstreamed. When things like that get mainstreamed, and yeah, like your weird. mom thinks right. it's cute. Yeah, right. And Wedding Crashers. She <laughs> said that was cute. Do you guys not remember that video? <laughs> I remember that video. Oh my god, Cisco walked over a crowd of people. That did, yeah, Dude, bro. That was. And then he was stomping and the ground was moving. Yeah, I don't know about in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know Trump, if he'd be able to do that video Trump, today Trump, in the Me Too movement, like, you know? What, 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 what. <laughs> I think I'll say it again. Yeah. Oh, he was good. Uh-huh. What Back happened to Cisco? The same thing that happened yeah, to everybody Where in the 90s. are they you now? Fade, you fade Cisco out. Cisco still tours, but what he said happened is um, I was watching, I actually just watched this like two weeks ago. He was saying like, um, during the time he was coming up, like it was like now there's a lot of independent artists and you can pretty much do everything on your own distribution right, right. through the internet. And when he was coming up, he said that the only people he wanted to work with were people that he knew. Yeah. Like people that he grew up with in Baltimore. So that made uh record exec uh, record executives not want to mess with him and he didn't develop any relationships in the music industry because of that and then he just basically faded out. Mm. Well, what? I think they're all doing like stars of the nineties or the Ots, whatever the zero zeros they call him. So you know he's got he's still got hits. He he'll he'll do Vegas. You know. Well, you know what it is is it's like everybody has a window. You know when you hit like whether you're in music or whether you're in acting or whether you're in comedy, and then like mm-hmm. once you kind of move to like producer end or something like that, it kind of soli- like LL Cool J still around. Yeah, he's you know? acting. But exactly, <laughs> he, Ice he, never, he, is he reinvented it. He, he reinvented can never drop himself. an album. He but, yeah. but right, he reinvented himself. That's right. that's that's the point. Or Ice but, like, Cube, yeah. Or Ice Cube, yeah, totally. But Ice like, Cube dropped a decent track last year. <laughs> it's funny because it's like there's these bands that are still like going. Like there's gonna be a, a '90s cruise ship with the band Lit, Sugar Ray, and oh my uh, goodness, I forget the other er, Wait, Everclear. Sounds yes. of the '90s, yeah. yeah, yeah. You've heard about and that? Switchfoot. Yeah. <laughs> I love Switchfoot. Don't mess with Switchfoot. Switchfoot's good. They're my boys, man. I love Switchfoot's them. good. Do you know them? I've met a few of them. John yeah. Foreman. John Foreman, Tim yeah. Foreman. I ran into him at a hotel in Nashville one time. So Hotel yeah. Nashville? Yes, we were staying at the same hotel. Yes. Nice. Yeah, he's he's uh, I like his solo stuff too. I think yeah. he's they a really, really I cool, think they're like, really talented. Stuff. They're a really talented group. Yeah, I love them. I love them. Don't mess so with So you to get on your thing, music, like how yeah. long have you been doing music? 
I've been doing it for a long time. Um, I was doing it since I was in college. I, I went to UCLA. and Me uh, too. Are you from LA? Bruins, baby. Go Bruins. Well, I like you it more. Oh, gosh. I don't want to out myself as how old oh, I am. sorry. Oh. It was... A while back. I graduated 2013. That's a very personal question. I'm a lot older than you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, okay, so just to put it in perspective, I actually went to UCLA when, I was there when we won our last championship. That was how long ago it was. Oh, wow. In, name, in, in NCAA basketball. Name a basketball is. player who was there. Baron Davis? Ed, no, I'm even older. Ed O'Bannon. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you look really young, though. Thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why I, like, I just outed myself as how old I was. It's like George yeah. C. You're like the best. But like. You're like the Nobody best. Cares. Now that you said your age, I know you, you're like the best looking Asian lady I've seen. Like, Thank as, you. As far as like, that's that American blood in you. Because <laughs> as you know. That you know, rumored, a- that whatever blood I have in me, that doesn't make yeah, me look completely yeah. stereotypical Asian. You, so. you, you age very well. You, oh, you thank did you. That's how you eat. It's all how you eat. You don't eat Chinese food. I right? really believe. I don't actually like Chinese food very much. I'm kind of a traitor to my culture. That's why. So, yeah, but I, I actually started working for record companies when I was in college at Columbia. See, again, dating myself. I was working for Randy Jackson before before American Idol. Randy oh. Jackson. Wow. Yeah, dog. You know, and he was like, I mean, he was he's kind of the way he you know was on TV and a super nice guy. But I worked. I was this college intern back that in the day. That acoustic album he dropped was trash. So that oh, I didn't hear that. Oh man, let me oh, see if I can. I yeah, don't. It. Do it's that. like Darius Rucker's R&B album <laughs> from Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, it's stick to country. Mm. You're saying that to Darius? St- oh, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Not saying his R&B stuff. It's just like, dude, we already know you as like this amazing Southern rock kind right. of like, you know. Well, He's soulful, you know. I mean, but, there's I mean, some people like Rod Stewart tried doing like jazz standards, like Tony Bennett, and I don't know about that. He did either. a book. He did an album called The Great American Song, right? Book, that I actually liked. Yeah, I can I, only bring you country walks. <laughs> you need more rasp in your voice, man. I know he sounds like he gargles <laughs> sandpaper. We need yeah. massive singing lessons. I, I actually can't find I'm a terrible singer. <laughs> I actually have an autographed album from Rod Stewart I because Rod Stewart. my dad, who was an acupuncturist chiropractor, used to have. Oh, a, that's so cool he used to have a has a clinic in beverly Hills, so he had all these you know celebrities come through so rod stewart's manager was one of his patients and um it's crazy because one time i was watching the american music awards and then my dad like looks at it you know he's you know he's a first generation chinese immigrant but i mean you know he's been here a long time but still like he he Uh likes frank sinatra and elvis right Mm -hmm. he's like hey is that alice cooper and i'm like how do you know Alice Cooper? And he's like, oh, he was one of my patients. I'm like, dude, what in the world? <laughs> That's crazy. That's so cool. So acupuncture, like, did he? Have, did you ever do acupuncture? I did do acupuncture. Because um, I've heard it can, like, pretty much heal, like, everything. You know, it's weird. It's like I actually did my high school science report on acupuncture, and apparently it stimulates your natural morphine in your, in your uh-huh. body. Yeah. And so it cures, like, headaches and back pain, but also does things like weight loss, like weight mm-hmm. control and dr- you know, helps tr- drug amazing. addiction and smoking addictions and stuff. So, what about like concussions crazy. and stuff? I don't know. About I would imagine it could probably heal that. I don't know. If, I, I don't know. It's seriously. It's, it's like apparently it helps with allergies, which I didn't know, and I had allergies my whole life until my friend went to his acupuncturist and said, "Hey, my acupuncturist helped me with my allergies and sinuses." Did it really like, help? Yes. I told my dad. He never did it on me until my friend told me, "Hey, dad, why you been holding out on me?" And so he actually. Did finally stick needles in my nose and it actually did help. But so. do the needles yeah. hurt? That's what I gotta ask. They don't unless you move around. And needles are my worst. Fear. I mean, I'm sure if you yeah. do cartwheels, really, why you have needles in your nose? They're really, <laughs> really thin, so like you don't really feel them going in. But like if you move or you know like spasm and then like it goes in the wrong angle, then it hurts. Okay, so I'm really into that calm. stuff, you like traditional calm. Chinese medicine. And, yeah, there's all know, these like herbs like herbs that. I've that I've gone through a lot of the herbs for like sometimes when you wet when Western medicine doesn't work. Sometimes Eastern medicine, you know, there's kind of a Abs- method studies, to the madness. Studies have been released. You saw the new studies. Uh, well, I mean, I already knew it that the chemotherapy actually kills cancer patients, not the cancer. Well, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, it does both. But the thing is, is it's like, what's it going to kill first? Yeah. You or the yeah. cancer? Like, like my granddaddy. My granddaddy lived for thirty years with cancer. I don't think cancer kills you if you maintain a. Well, and then all these like drugs, great granddaddy's like all these pharmacies and the commercials, and then there's like these disclaimers. It's like you could lose your hair, you could lose your liver, you could die, and you know mm-hmm. there's right. something maybe better for homeopathic stuff. I go to applied kinesiologist, which is she does traditional Chinese medicine, yeah. but she muscle tests. Yeah, applied you know? kinesiologist sounds so much cooler. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> uh, it does, but like you know that they 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 muscle test your body mm-hmm. like with your arm and stuff, which you know she's also a chiropractor as well. 
So it's like all that that whole world. I'm like super into. Yeah. People like, you, really, really love it and fascinated with it. I think it's 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 good. Obviously, people would always ask me the most annoying thing. People would ask me, "Does it work?" And I'm like, "Are you saying my dad's a charlatan? Like, if it doesn't work, like, I'm like, right. it put a roof over my head, it put me through college. You know, that's such mm-hmm. a Western way of thinking too. Like, like oh, it only works if 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 it's been approved, like in right. America. Like, there's all these things that have been around for thousands and thousands of years that are tried and true. But people like right, think that they're gimmicky. Like it's like just two people rubbing sticks together instead of using a lighter. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what the way that they look at it. It is know? approved now. But think about all the stuff in America <laughs> yeah. that's banned in other countries. Right. Oh yeah, aspartame. Yeah. <laughs> like even tofu. <laughs> Tofu is awful for what? you, dude. Tofu is tofu's, horrible. I eat tofu. Wait, China no. eat a lot of tofu. You're basically eating Genetic. Tupperware. Is tofu bad for you? Yes. Oh, yes. What? Yes, it's uh, it's almost as bad as what? a lot of the processed meat. George, what's his name? George Carver. He created soy to make plastic. George Washington Carver. Yeah. When he, I think he was one. So who you're saying it. we're eating plastic? Y'all by are eating me, tofu. I'm like, I yes. have so much soy. Is this bad? It's yes. a huge wake up call right now. Um, yes, tofu is horrible for you. You should just eat all vegetables. I mean, I'm sure every Organic now everything. and then it's fine because there's people who eat airplanes on the Guinness. But Book like, of should World I be avoiding soy altogether? Like, yeah. should I not? Because I I've think everything like in moderation. Yogurt. I think hot dogs are probably worse than tofu, though. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. What definitely. about hot dogs? dogs? Might be better as you long think? as as long as they're not cured, uncured hot. All dogs. those nitrates and yeah, yeah you got to get the I mean, uncured. Yeah. I kind of follow more of the. I don't follow any diet, but the closest thing I follow to is probably paleo. You know what I mean? He said, like, I don't follow any diet. <laughs> I don't. I follow a bunch of the closest. A bunch of like, cavemen and dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But uh, Whole Foods. That you know was what I mean? Hilarious. A bunch of people I, with I'm going to say that. I don't follow any diet. <laughs> no, I'm saying it makes a lot of sense. Like eating, eating, you know, healthy, 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 locally sourced meats, like it, it, cutting out sugar, healthy fats, like mostly fruits and vegetables, you know, like. Yeah. Sugar is like makes... the struggle for me. Like I'm like vegetarian, sugar. and where possible, oh, yeah. I try to be vegan. But it's like I Sugar's crave hard. sugar like none other. A lot of yeah. people, a lot of people are confused on carbs. They think carbs are bad. Like you can eat carbs, you just got to eat stuff that does not have starch, like spelt and quinoa pasta and like black wild rice. You can eat all that stuff. There's a big debate though. Some people say that turns into sugar in your stomach. Yeah. That's the debate. Yeah, man. I mean, diets are debated, dude. It's so hard to really know what the. They don't want is. you to eat that because when our bodies were being, um, back in the day when our bodies, you know, were cavemen, we didn't have the same type of carbohydrates that we have now. We only had the original fruits and veggies, and our body wasn't able to break down the carbs through evolution. So these carbs that they have now are not. Real. They're not real. They're not natural. They're not real. So that's why you got to go back to the real stuff like spelt and quinoa. All the stuff that's and and black wild rice. White rice is not natural. White bread flour is not natural. It's like why did we as a society go and make it so complicated? Because Because overpopulation and and it's also how fast you can make some of the stuff too. Like watermelons, watermelon fruits are only supposed to be grown in a season. So we have fruits year round. They're not good for us. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And all that sugar. You have to think about it. Like, back in the day, like, okay, back in the day, like, you're eating whatever is there. You know what I mean? Like, we have, like, refrigerators and all this kind of stuff now. They had salt. To where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like the, you know, you just, like, you're just eating. Like, right now, like, if we were in caveman days, for first off, we wouldn't be in the studio. But, but like, we would go out there, we'd eat a squirrel and, like, a bunch of leaves off a tree. But we're you also know? living to, you know... 80, 90, 100. Those if, people live to like 30. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. They died condition? on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. What condition? If you want to see how... I'm I'm starting to follow Dr. Sebi's uh, diet. and uh, Alkaline diet? It's kind of alkaline, but he doesn't... You don't drink alkaline water. That shit will kill you. <laughs> you got to only drink spring water. And reduce the mucus. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Spring water is naturally alkaline, not through osmosis. Right. Like alkaline water. That shit is horrible for you. For all you people out there drinking alkaline water, quit that shit. It'll kill you. I know what that means. Like, Everything's going to kill us. It's a perfect pH. Yeah, alkaline level. water is water from 9.5 to, I believe, 12 on the pH scale. And which why is, would we prefer that? Because they say it's healing waters, but it'll blow your kidneys out. Because your body is, is naturally, like, the more... Okay, this is another theory too, but like, because there's so many different, like, you just have to listen to your body. That's why I don't think there's one size fits all for anybody. But like, the thing is, is like, the theory is, is if your body is very acidic, 
the more alkaline you can make your body, it's like at a perfect balance. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's about being in balance. You just got to have balance That's, in your body. Drink that spring yeah. water. Don't fuck with that alkaline. So shit. drink Sprite. <laughs> And eat and eat Popeyes. Haley, uh, Haley Ray, uh, put put that down. Like look up doctor. Alkaline. Look up the foods. Water. No, look up the foods. Doctor. Look Dr. at Doctor Sebi. Sebi's diet. This guy lived to be like eighty until they. How do you spell Sebi? S e b i. He oh, lived Sebi. to be so old until they killed him in Honduras. What did they really? But you I, know, with any it's speculation, but he yeah. was he was healthy going into he was he basically had thirty thousand thirty thousand dollars cash. They detained him and then he, no, he died. died of pneumonia. No, that is false. That's he what it died says on Wikipedia. He died, and everything on Wikipedia is true. Right. And he was a vegan. Yes, look at his diet. He don't eat no blood. I I dieted a few years ago after I had my daughter. I gained a lot, a lot of weight, and so I lost thirty five pounds. Basically, just cutting out mainly cut carbs, sugars, eating like very pure foods in a sense, like not a lot of oil, not a lot of creams, and and all that. And it really, it really helped. Yeah, he got the oils on there that were supposed to like cook with like hemp oil, grapeseed. Uh, yeah, grapeseed I used, um, and, and even all of his. Like he said, okay. don't heat up coconut oil or olive oil. Oh, even olive. I I did a little olive oil, but I I use grapeseed oil at right now, and and, and Do- it's good. Doctor Sebi's though, he he was the guy who, uh, you know, he was about to go to prison for uh, false accusations, and they were like, all right, well, if you don't want to go to prison, you got to buy us, bring us. I think it was like seven people that you cured, and he brought like forty. Like this dude got rid of cancer, yeah. HIV. He was the one who, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, so there is something to diet, certainly, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Organic. And he had a and and the proof is in the pudding. This guy had the he he said if you have pain in your body, you have inflammation. Mm-hmm. He dropped to his knees during one of his seminars, which I can't do right now, and it didn't bother him. He had a kid at like seventy five, you know, with a young lady. So it's like, dude, of course he did. It's, <laughs> like, it's like, man, you know something. Uh-huh. You know something. You're, you know. You're, I do think, though, that, like, there is something, like, the whole paleo thing, like, I don't even agree with that, but I do think there is something to, like, your ancestors, like, and your blood type and everything like that, because everybody's body is different, you know, like. It's like how David Cannell had goat's milk. Right. Everybody's body. All black people. Right. Everybody's (laughs) body is different. Like, um, you know, like, if you think, if you, you have to kind of see the way that you respond. But the main thing is, is like eating processed foods bad for everybody. I wonder, There's no question about it. Well, like since we're eating unnatural cows, I wonder, can I start like breast milk ice cream? Gross. Probably. Ooh. But you're not saying cow's milk is gross. Well, I don't really try to drink cow's milk either. Or any type I of do, milk. I do like almond milk. Yeah, I do. I mean, what's wrong with breast milk ice cream? That's oh. disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with Nesquik in it, you just no. like scoop Nesquik. Do you not think no. that would be a hit in L.A.? Like, no. as, yes, it, as health. Co- you know There's what? blood masks. I think here. if yes, celebrities started, all the Kardashians started Paltrow doing it, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow, they would they would totally take off. You know, NFL players pay like thousands of dollars for breast milk. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, NFL players. Now I want to know who Jamal Anderson. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he was a running back for the Falcons. He used to pay top dollar for breast milk. Placenta, you know, some people eat their own placenta. Yeah, they they, they think it's good for you. (laughs) That shit's crazy. I did not eat my own placenta, for the record. I saw a whole Uh recipe behind placenta. Placenta pancakes, that's probably in a health paleo. No, bro, they did. I saw a lady (laughs) bake a whole cake with some fucking placenta. I was like, (laughs) like, this is why I can't have a baby with a white lady. (laughs) (laughs) If if she ever tried to break me something... (laughs) Ew. Some placenta pancakes. Yeah, dude. I remember you were making fun of me because I was doing bone broth for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that's a big thing. That's a thing. Yeah. It just sounds crazy. That's the only reason. You're, yeah. just like, you're like, I can't handle white folks no more. <laughs> yeah. hey, Asians, Asians do bone broth, too. So, yeah. you know. You know what I've actually yeah, gotten into? Me, me and Matt a few weeks ago, I got into ramen. Rhyming. Wait, did we? Ramen. Ramen. Did we? Remember we went to the ramen spot? Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, was my uh, first. Like, you made it sound though like we were like on Fridays. Like, it's like we got into it. Like that. Like we just yeah. Like got ramen's into, a new thing. Like yeah. we bought into Bitcoin or something. <laughs> to me, like, it wasn't it. top ramen, right? No, <laughs> no. It's, yeah. it's fifteen like dollars. Real, yeah, fifteen dollars. Yeah. No, the real stuff is yeah. good. Yeah. I never had ramen until a few and that's, weeks ago. But that's pork bone broth. No, I did the chicken. Oh, you did the chicken. I did the vegan one. I did yeah. the ve- I do the vegetarian now. Now that I cut meat out, I'm only doing fish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that stuff was good. It is good. It it's is better really than good. Top Ramen. It's good for you. I hate Top Ramen. Cop a couple noodles. It's not. I grew up. I grew up. In, I grew up in a decent house. I ain't had to eat Top Ramen. That's good, dude. That's I grew good. up on not Top Ramen, but it's like the Canadian version. It's called Mister Noodle, 
that's, like that was like the one thing my mom could cook. That sounds Canadian. No, I love Mr. It, noodle. Definitely sounds. I had a, I had a lot <laughs> of like cup much of music in, in Mr. Noodle. Yeah. What'd you eat? I, I I grew up in a middle class family. So. I I grew up in a middle class family, but Where'd we were kind of poor in the beginning. L.A. Right? <laughs> I grew up in Diamond Bar. Which is like where 30 Snoop, minutes where, where Snoop, Snoop is. Lives. Yeah, actually, his house is not it's too nice. far from my parents' house. Off the 60. House. See, Snoop is a smart man because, you know, back to like the whole celebrity, you know, thing. It's like if you want to hide out from like paparazzi, you move to Diamond Bar. Because all your neighbors. It's nice. It's all your neighbors now. It wasn't. I was like one of the only Asian kids growing up. But now it's like a lot of Asians in, in, in Diamond Bar. And Asians keep to their own business. So like they're not snooping around Snoop's house. And, you know, you want your privacy. You hang out with a bunch of Asians. Everybody <laughs> minds their own business. <laughs> Yeah, and they have like awesome. a. I had a comedian friend. I ain't gonna say his name. He's a pretty big comedian. He had a house there, and he had the view like the Hollywood Hills. Like it was a hill yeah. that he lived on, bro. It was nice out there. Yeah, I want to live in Malibu. Really nice that's my there. that's my plan. Malibu, Malibu, <laughs> overlooking the ocean. So that's your house what. can slide into the ocean. Absolutely. You know After what? the rain and there's fires. After you just, you've lived in L.A. for like 15 plus years, you're like, I'm ready to go. Just you know, you in my live, house. You want to live like Charlie Sheen, huh? That's what he lived in. Dude, movie. I mean, here's the thing. Like, no, that movie, are you, Two and a Half Men, he lived in Malibu. Oh, that's right. He did. The TV did show. Yeah, yeah, the TV I show. I actually never watched that show. My dad loved it. That's it, a good show. I hated it because every other word was a punchline, and that pissed me off because it was a TV. <laughs> laugh track. It was a TV show, and it was like literally like rim shot, like Catskill jokes. You know what I mean? Like every Man. other line. It's like I walked in. It's like, <laughs> let me tell you about the time I walked in. And then like, it's just, it was like really... It was. I didn't like how it was a punchline every other word mm-hmm. on that show. He made know? so much money with that TV show. He Give did. me one like that. Was he making like a mill an episode? Or more? Oh yeah, I think he yeah, was he a so ridiculous money. amount of money. That's right. I heard a story from a buddy that lives up near Charlie Sheen that Charlie Sheen was driving one of his uh, expensive cars, crashed it, walked home, and got another one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. From what I've heard, from what I've heard, he he that wrecked sounds it in the like hills. something he would do. He wrecked it in the hills and just left it there. And yeah, and went home yeah. and got another one. Because it's that's like, money. I want that kind of money. Yeah, that's it's like a matchbox car. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. like me leaving a pair of shoes somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I have an emotional attachment to my shoes because I hand pick out all my shoes. Yeah. We're like, doesn't everyone hand pick out all their shoes? Some people order on the internet. Like, I, I are get you the obsessed sho- with your shoes? Oh, yes, like you I have a large collection of shoes. I don't. I have more shoes than most women. I don't know if you have more shoes than me. I have a lot of friends that guys. Let me just say, I have thirty pair of Jordans. I was just gonna say alone. That's just Jordan. I I got like three pairs of shoes. I got. I I probably got over a hundred some pair of shoes. I have probably that's more than me. And they're all like dad shoes. I have three different closets of shoes. My shoe collection is at least forty thousand at minimum. Okay, mine's not like that though. Mine's like just cheap shit. Yeah, like my the cheapest pair of shoes I own is sixty five dollars. Because shoes are so expensive Ooh. now. Shoes are expensive. They're I will expensive. say that. Expensive, but like, uh, yeah, I just don't. Care. I mean, I would like to have more shoes, but I spend all my money on supplements. You do, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like all about Matt health, drives fitness, to the, wellness. I remember one time I wrote with Matt. He's like, "Yeah, I got to drive to the supplement factory downtown." You supplements love supplements. good. <laughs> <laughs> that gets expensive. Yeah, yeah it's like expensive. I've been to Vitamin World. That's expensive stuff. And yeah. I don't even order a Vitamin. I, I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably you feel like the Matt. Difference, you know, I'm like Matt. I don't, I don't do like the if. If it has a commercial, I don't really fuck. No, with no, Herbalife and all that stuff. I, 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 I like find, find it online. I yeah. find stuff too from holistic doctors. Like the company I really like is called Systemic Formulas. They're good. So now, know, if you if you want to, for all our listeners, if you want to start on a decent life of supplements, and you're working with a limited income, now they make they've been around for like forty plus years. They're not the best of the best, but they're damn good and they're all natural. And I believe they're locally made in California. What's that? Now supplements. Now they I should now pay you. To oh like yeah, they should um, pay <laughs> some of the ones I'm taking are now. Actually, yeah, they're good. Yeah. Nature Sunshine is really good too. They're a little on the pricier end, but the, no, they're freaking good. I like them like when they're sunshine. chewable. I like them when they're <laughs> chewable too. Yeah, especially they if they're gummies. Especially if they're gummies. Yeah, Food for Less got a line of supplements. The Ray Charles line of supplements. Ray Charles. <laughs> yeah, he got his own supplements. At Food Everybody's got like their their. You know, line of vitamins and supplements. Yeah. I have. I'm taking like 20 different things right now, but they're not all the same line. It's like all different. Yeah. Stuff. I take CLA. I take L-arginine. I take vitamin D. I take uh, magnesium. I take omega. Magnesium is great. I take omega threes. I take. Uh, 
uh, maca powder. I take uh, a green supplement drink, and I take BCAAs for when I. Oh my out. gosh! I can't imagine what your counter looks like uh, with yeah. other. <laughs> I take Stupid. even more. I take even more than I have that. a basket. Like a okay, go. I'm gonna see if I can pull up my list. What? Mine's cacao, maca, oh, God. and then like. Uh, like I take like uh, adrenal supplements, like ton of other stuff. Uh, what do you take before you have sex? Honey, raw coconut oil. This is the thing. If you, if you, you take, should be like um, an X Men by now. Oh, I am. Right. I can levitate. I no, Matt. Here. Matt's small, but he'll he'll f you up. Here's the thing. I uh, the thing I took. Um, I take a lot of adaptogens too. Like there's this company called Four Sigmatic, and they uh, sell like mushrooms. There's this thing called. Uh, uh, lion's mane is really good, but then the other one is um, cordyceps. Gives you a ton of energy. What's what's that expensive cordyceps. one I tried to put you on for when you had your concussion? Hemohin. Yeah, he, he, hemp hemohill or something. Yeah, that I stuff never actually is got expensive, it. but it's supposed to like rejuvenate you. Yeah, I believe it, dude. A lot of that stuff. Wait, what is it? It's like hemohim. So I want to. We've we've got off on a uh, L.A. conversation. I kind of do want to steer back to you because like I want to. <laughs> I no, I want to know like. Like, growing up in L.A., did you, like, I'm always interested when people grew up here. Yeah, I'm one of the like, few natives. How, yeah, well, yeah, like, like you're a native and how you still pursued entertainment because there's so many people here who it's like working at Universal Studios a lot. Like, you're just right. like, I see what happens when the popcorn's laying there and yeah. sweeping up after night. Like, I see the facade. Like, what made you really want to be like, ah, oh, I still want to do this? You know, I mean, I think part of it is... I don't know if I would have taken the risk. Like I admire everyone who comes out here to pursue that dream and pursue that career because you're risking something. You're giving up something that you're safe and comfortable and you're coming out here. Whereas I think if I had to like move to New York or, you know, Atlanta or Nashville or somewhere, I don't know if I would have done it because here I could, you know, I was supposed to be a doctor because I'm Asian. Um, I was brainwashed. But was there pressure from your parents to do that? You know, actually there was. Um, My dad, you know, since he was a doctor, um, he he went to medical school in China and, and, you know, here he ended up, you know, doing acupuncture chiropractic you know stuff but I mean I was supposed to be the good Asian their stereotypes are there for a reason um so um they wanted the safe career I was a really good student and so they said hey you know you know you 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 get good grades so therefore you be a doctor not that I even knew what encompassed being a doctor except you know helping people then I realized Uh in high school I didn't like the sight of blood I didn't like the sight of guts I was trying to think of all the different specialties that I could do not to see inside a body like optometry dermatology you know right 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 like those aren't reasons to do a profession when you're trying to avoid certain things and so um I had started writing music when I was a uh, you know young and I didn't think anything of it what I was, were you writing at first was it electronic based stuff um, like no it was us? like cheesy pop stuff you know like the wild side of love was the name of my first song and I was 13 you wild, know wild the wild side, side introspective of love for a 13 year old at 13 and so um I actually wrote a song called empty playground in in high school which which was all about you know, lost childhood and wow. Um, anyways, I I guess I was kind of a deep thinker, but um, I didn't think it was be a career because, I, and in all honesty, you know, with this conversation being being Chinese American, I was never encouraged to do it, and uh-huh. and two, I I never saw anyone who looked like me that was doing it, so I didn't think it was even a possibility to do a lot of entertainment. Um, and so you know, I, it was just something I didn't think about until I didn't want to be a doctor, and I actually went. For the challenge of being kind of somebody who was doing something out of the norm. And so because there were no Asians entertainment, that was kind of propelled me to go into entertainment as opposed to if I'd been born white and a male, I think I would have not gone into entertainment because there was nothing to prove because there's a lot of white guys in entertainment. I like her. Yeah. No offense to the white guys that are listening out there, but being a woman, being an Asian American, I wanted to do something and prove to people and and have, I think, a a different representation of of what was out there. And and, and I wanted to change the world and make a difference. Sounds so, you know. And you are. You're changing the world for your daughter, if nobody else. I wanted to be Sandy in Greece, and she was blonde and blue high at the time, you know, with uh, Olivia Newton-John, the original, the original Greece, not the remake. Um, But I mean, that's who I wanted to be in. A Barbie, and and now I'm like, well, that's kind of messed up that I wanted to be white. You know, I I'm I should be proud of my heritage. I'm an American, Absolutely. but you know, God made me Asian for a reason. So I'm I'm owning my history, and I'm owning. Do you speak any other language? I, I do speak Chinese. I speak three different dialects of Chinese: Cantonese, Shanghainese, and Mandarin. That's and I, amazing. And I speak un peu de français, some French. Whoa, that's cool. So, 
<laughs> so I, I would, I would, I would be annoying and be like, hey, "I'll say something in Chinese." Yeah, but like, what, what, what I was gonna say is, so like, you, you settled on doing music, and right. then like, is that like what you're still doing right now? Like, yeah, are you still? Yeah, I. Well, you know what's interesting because I've been because I'm old now. Um, even though I look really young, I've done a lot. Stop saying yeah. that. Stop saying <laughs> that because it, it's so relative. You know what I it mean? It is, but I, I, and I can't tell. Like you look. Thank you. Like you're. Yeah, like I, would, I, would, I would give you twenty seven. Yeah, thank you, 27. thank you yeah. so much. You know, it, it helps in this industry that's ageist, right? Um, so I, I started out as a chief financial officer of a record label because um, uh-huh. I had a business de- degree from from. UCLA because back to that practical thing even though I was going to the music of the industry um, of the business side of the industry and you know initially I didn't want to be a singer I, I just wanted to be a songwriter and a producer because I figured if I was behind the scenes then it didn't matter what ethnicity I was and so I worked at you know record companies and record studio recording studios and so um, that was kind of my focus and then I was working at this record label um, it was it was a dance electronica EDM label at the time and I um, I they found out that I sang and they needed to send this group um, out. Uh, it was this gospel dance group called Nitro Praise and they needed to uh, Nitro Praise. Yes, it was very. It was actually really cool, very cutting uh-huh. edge at the Were time. They black? No, it was mixed. It was mixed ethnic. So we had white, black, and then and then I had you know I ended up becoming the Asian on the team. Nitro um, so Praise. Nitro Praise. And so um, you know think of gospel and, and Christian praise hymns and songs, but done within a dance beat EDM. So- um, wow. Wow. That's awesome. It was so it was Kurt Franklin to another level. Yeah, it was like think of Amazing Grace with the dance beat, um, or more con- or at the time more contemporary Christian, you know, oh, music. Me. It was with the dance beat, yeah. And um, we would, gotcha. and then we toured. And um, I was running the record label while I was touring. I thought it was just kind of I was filling in for the lead singer who dropped out. And then I ended up touring with the group for two years while I was running the record label. And oh and, wow! And that's kind of how I ended up falling into singing. A lot of people like want to be singers and pursue it. And even though I sang and I liked singing. I never thought it was going to be a viable career for myself because. Could you give us something? Can I give you something? Um, sure. If well, you heard a little bit of music. Put it on the spot. Is, but, like, yeah. I, mean, I, I love acapella yeah. singers. Okay, so I, what, I, what if, do I if, say? If you're comfortable, you don't have to. Um, let's say, do you ever want to be more than what others see? Not just someone who was average, ordinary, but someone who was brave and would not hesitate to take on any dangerous enemy. It doesn't have to be that hard to uncover who you really are. If I was your Wonder Woman, you could be my Superman. Joining forces to be stronger, making news across the land. If I was your Wonder Woman and you were my Superman, we could save this world together, walking hand in hand. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. that was got, good. Thanks. You got a soulful Thank voice. You. You've got a soulful voice, and the reason why I like it so, and I say this about every singer that I really, really like a lot. Like it for some reason reminds me of nineties, nineties, oh, like alternative. Like if you had like an acoustic, like oh backing, yeah, yeah, which is 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 my favorite kind of music. Right, right. You know, like Alanis Morissette right. and Cranberries and Mazzy yeah. Star and stuff like that. Like exactly. you have this soulful voice. That could really zombie, be great. Zombie, zombie. Yeah, exactly. Like your voice would crush it. But like, if you had like a rock band, yeah. like if I if like like I could see you, you know what I mean. I love rock. For, I, I do too, and it yeah. sucks that like you know it's kind of, it's not that it doesn't exist anymore, but it's more in like the indie scope of things. Yeah, you know, it's not like mainstream. Like you're not gonna see. Right. A mainstream rock band. It's it's more if if you have instrumentation, you're more and, and I have my now, and I have my know? theory on that. And and part of it is I think of the YouTube age because sure. it's hard to kind of capture a band on like a small screen, right? Absolutely. You know where you've got I mean you got like the sh- guys that maybe play the guitar, like the Shawn Mendes and stuff like that. But there's still like one dude with the guitar, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know. And so capturing that band at the club on on a little video, it's just it's just not it's not cool, right? You know? Right. And you don't feel that vibe. But, yeah, I, I'm kind of one of those people who loves rock. I especially like British rock, um, which my husband always makes fun of me because he's like, like he disses on. Underground type stuff? Um, well, you well, know. Well, Lou Reed's American, actually. Yeah, but yeah, no, not that stuff. I mean, I love the Beatles, but but even, you know, e- even like 
bands like Travis or, um, you know, um, who are some of my other crazy, like, I love Muse. You know? Oh, I, I was getting you know ready what to say Muse. I love Muse. The song Blackout's one of my favorite songs. Like, I, w- I got tickets, my friend gave me tickets to the Muse concert when I was, like, five months pregnant, and I looked at my husband, he had no clue, and I brought my, my, my old roommate because she was, like, into Muse. I'm like, That's I'm not bringing so you. They're so good. They're so good. You know. Wow. My husband's like a rapper, so he's into R and B and like hip hop, and he doesn't know a lot about rock. And so. no, her husband's not black, and he's not black. So we all we, <laughs> our job is to bust stereotypes. People people actually call us like the Asian Jay Z and Beyonce. Shout, <laughs> shout your husband out so people can uh, follow him. Only one, and that's spelled only W O N, like one, not lost. millions of so, views on yeah. YouTube, y'all. <laughs> He raps awesome. about dim sum, China, which is Chinese food. He raps about science, physics, like thermodynamics. And he and, wants yeah. to be an engineer. And he wants so to be an engineer. Freaking bad. Exactly. That's amazing. It is. <laughs> he does. That's cool. Or he's not engineering as much now because we're all we're documenting documentary filmmakers. So what, what, what's your main what's your main focus right now? Like, is it well, is it's, music it's still it? music. Um, I mean, I, I put out an album called Love and Discovery, which that song I sang, sang acapella. Is that on Wonder, SoundCloud Wonder or Woman? Or yeah, it's on I, it's Spotify? on everything. Spotify, everything. What's it called again? Love and Discovery is the name Love of the album. Um, so I've been touring that. Um, but I also um, have moved into documentary filmmaking. Um, because we were you know talking um, thing earlier off air. It's like my husband is Chinese American but his grandfather and great grandfather ended up in Mississippi uh-huh. in the early 1900s and I we ended up visiting there for the first time like a few years ago and I thought I literally thought there were two Chinese men buried in Mississippi and ended up <laughs> and, and uncovered I grew up in California you know and I knew there were Chinese out here but you know and, and ended up covering this incredible story about and this whole population of Chinese that have been there for generations um, some started coming after slavery is abolished and were replacement workers for plantation workers and then you know later on uh, more came in to become grocery store owners and really serving the black community because a lot of the white stores wouldn't serve the black community a lot of the chinese um you know um, were there and subjected to segregation just like the the black community um and it's just like this fascinating chapter of american history that i was like how can we don't know about this like we learn about these things and nowhere in our history books that we say like the chinese were also not allowed in white schools uh, you know they also had faced a lot of discrimination in the south and mm-hmm. and so yeah we made a documentary about our first trip there and all kind of these amazing revelations um, uh, personally and also historically and so we've been touring the country I just got back from Houston DC and like San Francisco the last two weeks I'm pretty tired um, awesome. showing the film and, and just kind of educating people about um, the the lost history of, of Asians in America and that it goes deep like we're not just new immigrants to this country we've been we've been in this country a really long time right so I can go off on this subject. <laughs> where can we totally. see that documentary? Um, it's actually um, not available online yet, but mm-hmm. I'm findingcleveland.com. You can see the trailer, and we have a listing of screenings. Um, we're working on a, a second documentary that expands kind of the story and, and looks at some of the racial relationships between the white community. Did you and make Chinese. music for it? I did. A lot of my actually yeah. all my music is used in the in the film. Um, and uh, with the new film, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to be the sole composer. I may bring a co-collaborator because I'm directing. The Was film. it? What, did you? Did you? Sing on it or was it more score it's more instru- instrumental mm. yeah instrumental um and score and um and i and i've worked for different television shows over the years too music wise um where i've written music for the oprah winfrey show and um you know other other people um so music has been my thing um for the last you know 10 15 years but in the last few years moved into documentary filmmaking and um that's been that's been really great because I get to tell – really what propelled me to do it is just that passion to tell untold stories, mm-hmm. stories that other people don't know about. Do you feel like maybe that was always your passion and you just have kind of like switched like vehicles from May- it? Maybe. Like, you know, what I really want to do is direct. You know, um, that I directed some drama. I, I was a drama director at my, my old church, and, and so I, I had a theater background. Stage or, or film? Stage, more stage. And then now, you know, the film, it, it seemed like kind of a natural progression, and, and I also worked in television for nine years. Where'd you go to church? Um, I used to go to a church called Chinese Baptist Church of Okay, because there's County. just some big there's some big churches in LA. Yeah, well I go to Mosaic now, which I just drove. Okay, by I used to go to Oasis. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I know the Where's Mosaic there. at? It's on the corner of Hollywood and La Brea out here. Oh and yeah, so, the Mosaic. I used to stay right there in, in yeah. the Mosaic. So um yeah, Erwin McManus is our is our pastor. It's and, a big guy. I go to Expression fifty eight. Oh, which okay. Is, there, yeah, there's I've all heard of these, them. Funny hipster church names in LA. Yes. Expression 58. Oasis. H Rock. Yes. Mosaic. Exactly. <laughs> Very hipster. I know. H yeah. Rock used to be Harvest Rock. A lot of people who dress like bootleggers from the Great Depression. They have those Indiana Jones hats on their praise team. I know. Every every time my pastor comes out and wears like skinny jeans, I 
and, and a leather jacket. I mean, it's I, he, I guess he makes it work, but you know he's pushing sixty, so <laughs> it's so funny. I, on Easter Sunday, I brought this girl that I was dating, and she was from France. This was like last year to to uh, service, and the pastor comes out, and she's like, "Why is the pastor wearing a Def Leppard shirt <laughs> and reading Bible verses from a Kindle?" Because yeah. like, or she didn't say pastor; she said priest because right, she was Catholic. That's right, right. You know, she's like, "Why is the that's priest funny. wearing Def Leppard shirt and reading Bible verses from a Kindle?" And I'm like, "This is Hipsterville, baby." Yeah, no, but you know? I I I, I like it. Because he's, I mean, it's more relatable, and you don't, you know, you don't feel like you have to. You don't feel like you're being religious, right? So much, you know, right? So no, I, I love my yeah. pastor, Orwin Gumanis, and and totally. and his and his wardrobe, yes, all of it, absolutely, <laughs> the, the whole shebang. Do you think Erwin McManus juices and takes supplements? Um, he he might. Um, he just uh, you know recovered from cancer, and uh, I, oh, you know, he might be he might be uh, taking some supplements, but yeah, yeah. It's it's I I I've often said this in my the because I don't really go to Oasis anymore. I like that place, but um, yeah. he he had cancer too. I think oh Philip Wagner Philip yeah. Wagner yeah mm-hmm. I know he yeah. did. And and the thing is is like people don't realize how stressful it is being a pastor. Like yeah, you have to be is. you have to be perfect. Like you can't have a bad day and say like shit. Like right. if you do like there's gonna be a write up in you in a magazine about right, like how you've exactly. fallen away from God or like you talk about like how you're having a bad day. Like you have to kind of like there's this expectation to be like people don't understand how stressful it is. It is because I have a friend who's a pastor and he's told me some things and I'm just like, dude, that sucks. Can't you just like, you know, talk about it? And he's like, no. Like, yeah, you know, know, like it, 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 there's so much pressure. It's like a therapist. You can't talk. You can't talk to the people in your congregation because they're going to think you're like, you're well, since you know all the answers, why right. do you have problems? It's like therapists, right. you know, therapists go to there's therapists, therapists, right. you know what I mean? Because it's like they have to be this guiding light. And it's like just this guise of what we buy into yeah. that like this person has all the answers. And it's but like they're just, human too. You know? Absolutely. And they're absolutely. gifted with communicating and, and, and God has put a calling in their life and they've given them, a, you know, an important message. But at the same time, they're human and they deal with things. And um, Right, they deal with things. And, and the ones that, you know, are able, I mean, I know some pastors that get together with other pastors just to like be able to share, like a Invent. support group, yeah. you know. But there, there, there should be counselors for pastors because it is very stressful and no one can understand them, ex- in, you know, unless you're like in that position. Absolutely. And, and I think about what they deal with. It's like, dude, there's this guy at my church that calls me at like 2 o'clock a.m. in the morning every night and like wants me to pray with him. His life's falling apart. It's like, dude, I just want to go to bed. Wait, currently? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like the stress that a lot of pastors go through. And it's like that's why I used to think like I used to be like, I think God wants me to be a pastor, which – I don't think I think I'm much more suited for being a comedian because I can be honest about my problems because <laughs> I definitely have a lot, you know, and it's like I would be that pastor who just goes off and says what he's thinking and right. what, what and it would not be yeah. viable for, you know what I mean? Like people who need to be built up and like follow yeah. God, you know, mm-hmm. some some pastors are actually funnier than stand up comedians. Um, um, one of my friends, Dave Choi, he's a pastor. He's hilarious. He's like a Korean American guy, but he loves talking sports, but he's so, so funny. And there's like another pastor named John Gray who's like really, really. Funny. I know the self help author John Gray. Do you yeah. know he he wrote Women Are from Mars, Men Are from Venus, or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know that. Yeah, book. that's yeah, a yeah, different Gray. guy. Yeah. This, okay. This, like, one, this guy I like, you is call a him pastor. I call him self help author. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's he's a large African American man who's who's proud of being a large African American man. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so cool. Um, yeah, but you know, I mean, being funny is it isn't just relegated strictly to comedians. But I think with with being a great comedian, I think really just being a great leader like now is like vulnerability. Like being a great comedian, in my eyes, it, it's writing and all that stuff. But it's being able to be vulnerable because you have to think about how much conditioned you are in society to be able right. to put up a wall. And even a great songwriter and everything. Right. Like the best artist, in my opinion, I know David's going to disagree with me because he doesn't really like him. But a Kendrick, La- Kendrick Lamar, no, no, Kendrick Lamar is the best rapper right now because he's so he's honest. The same reason Eminem was great. Uh, do you right. because listen to J. Cole? Like, J. Cole's like J. Cole. good, but I don't think his. I don't think his. I listen to his new album. I've listened to his old albums, but I don't think it's. I, I don't like him as much as Kendrick. Wait, Lamar, what's your beef with uh, Kendrick Lamar? Just curious, because I'm kind he of. He doesn't on the, have beef with him. I just I'm don't on think the, he likes him. Okay. He just doesn't uh, really just, like his I music. I'm kind of lukewarm. My favorite. My favorite L. A. rapper is Dom Kennedy. He doesn't have as much uh, popularity. I like Master right. P. He doesn't like. He doesn't have as much popularity as mm. Kendrick, but 
In my opinion, he's just as good as, or yeah. not, if not better. My favorite rapper is only one, and I'm legally obligated to say that oh. <laughs> since mm. I'm married to him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, there's there's a lot of like, I'm picky about rap, but it's like there's a lot of rap out there that I like love. I like Chance the Rapper. I think he's. I like Chance. I think yeah. that he's awesome. Um, I David was into him for a long time, and I remember he was showing him me in the car, and I didn't catch wind of him till like he got popular. You know? Right, like, I right. You were really... bandwagoner by that point. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't really listen to him that much. I've always loved Kanye West. You know, Kanye's my boy. His album drops June fifth. Him and Cuddy drops. We almost June got the same birthday. Not that that I, matters, I do but... like Kanye's music. I, I do. You, know? you want to hear something funny? My friend, my my good friend and and co-host of the show, I used to is the one that married Kim and Kanye. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, yeah? That's awesome. Yeah. So I have this like first degree of separation, you know, uh-huh. from Kanye, which is kind of I feel like he's wacky. a good I feel like he's a good dude. I think he just gets stressed out and says crazy stuff. He's a great stuff. dude. I've met Kanye several times. Yeah, no, I've heard yeah. that from people who've actually met him that he is a really good dude. It, the the way the media depicts him, he just hates people invading his if you go look up YouTube videos of uh the paparazzi, like they were at you know how these houses are in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. The curb is like 10 feet from your door. Right, right. And they were like at the curb <laughs> harassing him as he was getting in his car. Yeah. Dude, remember, David, whenever we were watching Creflo Dollar Clips? <laughs> I don't know why that just, that made me, because you, th- you said a paparazzi's. David was like, I didn't know who this pastor was. His name's Creflo Dollar. And David was showing. Have you heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of him. Uh-huh. Okay, David was showing me a picture or a video of him dancing on money. And David was like, "I was like, who is that?" He's like, "That's Creflo Dollar." <laughs> <laughs> like I was listening. And then the, there's this interview with a paparazzi. Like I guess right after he got done, like he like I guess he like beat his daughter or something because she said she was gonna go out or he oh, like yeah. spanked what? her. He spanked her or something like that. And then the paparazzi got in his face. And, how and they're old like, "What she? do you have to say about this?" And he goes, "Love him, discipline him." <laughs> <laughs> And just keeps walking. And just kept walking. I was like, Damn. dude, what an OG. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's yeah. got their own uh, way of dealing with things, I guess. Totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I had a bad day and somebody shoved a camera in my face, I'd probably say some crazy stuff. I say crazy stuff in traffic. I follow yeah. people. I have to be careful. Like, sometimes, you know? even though, like, I maybe not super big time, but, you know, I've done a TV show. I, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm a music artist or, you know, people sometimes recognize me in the weirdest places. I've been recognized, like, at a TJ Maxx. Like, I'm not wearing any makeup. I've got a ponytail and I can't believe people still recognize me mm-hmm. or like at Soup Plantation or the strangest one was I at love a, Soup Plantation <laughs> my daughter does too um, <laughs> uh, you know love love the soups yeah. and yeah. Um, we were fun. the craziest one was my husband and I were at Costco at the checkout line and this guy runs up to us and takes like a selfie with us at the checkout line at Costco Okay. He didn't like wait till we finished like paint like we were about to finish because he, he recognized just, like, you. He just he recognized us and um, uh-huh. and actually I think he just recognized my husband. I was just I was paying, but yeah, he ran up and just t- took a quick selfie and it was just hilarious. Keep going. That's awesome. <laughs> we got to awesome. get we got to get ready to wrap up, man. Oh. Where can people find you? Yeah, and can we get some of your outro music? Some of your of music, of course. Out, yeah. All right, well, we'll find a we'll uh, find a different song for your outro. Too, so. Shout out, uh, so Haley Ray and Matt, are we are we going to get this this, this fish, fish special? Yeah, I, I actually have. I've a, got therapy at three. So I have a, I have a couple. Gotta go work on my brain. Adam today, so, so I, I mean, what? as long as I'm, yeah, as long as we're like done a, by two thirty. Oh, so let's go now. Can I ride with you? Yeah, as long fun. as we're done by two thirty. Yeah, we can, get, we can get it to go. Yeah, we can do it real quick. Is there anything yeah. vegetarian? French fries. You guys are making me hungry, man. We usually okay. do Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, I love Chick-fil-A. It's so it's good. good. It's good. Oh, but if people want to find out about me, um, my website is larissalam.com, L-A-R-I-S-S-A-L-A-M.com. Hell they yeah. want to find out about my 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 movie, FindingCleveland.com, and if they want to hear me on You Talk Radio, it's the letter U, talkradio.com. They can listen to our broadcast and podcast, and we'll, we'll give you guys a shout-out, too. Yeah. That's awesome. So, Thank yeah, you. no, I, I yes. it's fun being with you guys. And Thank you so much about, for being our guest. Yeah, I, I like that. Stimulating guest. conversation. Absolutely. That's the only thing we do on here. I learned some cool stuff We don't today. do small talk. We go straight to the t- childhood traumas. Of yeah, what exactly. When you were six. I wanted to be way. <laughs> I don't know how to I'm have not. small talk. Yeah. I'm like, We've how had many? S- me and Matt have had some ones where it felt like a therapy session. Right, right. It's like, <laughs> in what ways do you feel like you're damaged? Like, we, we go straight to the core. Of the I, we didn't even you know? get to talk about my bout with depression, so that'll be another time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that needs to be part two because it's called Stressed Out Podcast. Podcast. We just really like to know what's going on with people. There's yeah. really no formula. It's just like... Yeah. 
you know, what's 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 wrong with you? Like, because there's something wrong with her. But also, what's right? Yeah, we also want to know what's right. See, look at her. She's got long eyelashes, and she's very positive. And I am very jealous. Like a Disney deer. Like it's so cute. Disney deer. It's it's adorable because she's like a Disney character. You know, like in the Disney cartoons where it's like these like like. I am wearing my. You don't look like an animal. You don't look like an animal, but the animals always have these really pretty eyelashes. You know, and so you have Disney character eyelashes. Or innocent. Yes, I have very short eyelashes, and that is my insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very jealous now, and you've just made Haley Ray's the most innocent out of all of us. Yeah, man. I feel inadequate eyelash wise. (laughs) Pull up something to take us out with. Okay, we'll pull up a we'll pull up a song. Let's see. Let's do something. Oh, a little bit. And they can find this music on SoundCloud, Spotify, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, iTunes. This is change. Gotta make a a change. So this is a little bit more uh, laid back R and B ish. I don't just do EDM. I'm a well-rounded artist. Why do I have to be pigeonholed into one genre? Yeah. Because what are you marketing? I'm just I know, exactly. Everybody, okay. it's like, you're not Asian enough. <laughs> you're too Asian. That's what I get. Oh, yeah. Me gusta. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, give it up for our guest, and we will be back next week. Email us any questions and concerns at stressedoutpodcast at gmail. I never, ever check it, but (laughs) email them because I'm going to check it this week, okay? And follow us on Instagram at stressedoutpodcast. Our Twitter is at stressedoutpod, and we now have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And there is a urinal upstairs with ice poured out in it. I'm going to go melt some of that with my urine. So, guys, (laughs) with that being said, it makes me feel powerful. All right, guys, bye. Okay, (laughs) bye. Bye. No, for real, Oh my god. <laughs> I do like peeing on that ice. What do they, why do they do that? Why is there ice in urinals? Who knows? You don't know? That was so cool. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. You're awesome. Yes. <laughs> you got cool yeah. stuff. You got to get your nose. It's always better yeah. when you're with somebody who's a fellow Bruin. Yeah. I'm about to go.